right at the top. Right oh, there. as sure. soon as we put you on camera, yeah. the audio went down. I just no, had to say Trump is my favorite like, president. I know, right? Fuck yeah. it, hey, man. God I'm, damn it. I'm getting out of here, man. We're all Mark. I'm going to leave in a burka. Black SUVs waiting at the marina waiting for us to leave now. Hey, 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 there we go. That's probably so what is waiting for. Hey, I fucking fixed it. You can not harass me. I'm probably get fucked. I don't know why the fuck that happened. I think it's the new world order. Hey, Wilbur, why would the new world order be after us today? Uh, I don't know, man. I think it's because uh, they're not wrestling fans. I don't know. Could it be our guest? Maybe. Our guest uh, is kind of a badass here. Mm-hmm. And uh, it, it'll be our first guest that we have to have pixelated. She might be more outlaw than Aboriginal outlaws. Ain't that fucking sad? Yeah. Ain't that fucking yeah. sad? We're not even evading taxes anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Pansy ass motherfuckers. We might just have to have Hooney just draw her into our logo. Now. <laughs> <laughs> like Jesus. Yeah. The Aboriginal in laws. <laughs> well, you know who we are, baby. Welcome, folks. I'm Josh Sargent. I'm. Johnny B. No, you're not. I'm Sugar Bear Sunday. There you go. <laughs> I'm Johnny B. <laughs> <laughs> we almost got that right. Look at that. Holy mm-hmm. shit. And thank you so much for joining us. Our guest today, I mean, uh, just... <laughs> <laughs> what can I say, man? This is a bad motherfucker. Yeah. And uh, I, I thought she was cool as hell until she said she was vegan. <laughs> but anyway, today, ladies and gentlemen, man, man, introducing the one and only Jackie Hall. Yes. Are you a little warm, dear? Most definitely. That's it. <laughs> so once again, I have to ask you, because we weren't recording the first time, I guess. We were recording video. <laughs> why are you here? What's so cool about you? I mean, I already know why you're so yeah. cool, but our listeners don't. So share what you can. That's not going to put you on a watch list. Uh, anymore. <laughs> you're on a watch. She's on a watch list. Okay. In both countries. Yeah. <laughs> well, sh- <laughs> share with that's gonna keep you out of a cell <laughs> and please don't say last names I'm trying not okay to. please don't yeah just call you know officer just cause you just cause you wanna ruin your life don't ruin our no I'm kidding I'm kidding I'm kidding, I'm kidding. these really are jokes bad. these are jokes these are jokes mm. officer comedy face, waka waka you know. here we go honestly no. I don't know I'm pretty sure I'm here for what our, our camp yeah and legal stuff camp yeah so you joined Josh's cult? Not yet. No. But it is my that explains the bump. <laughs> she's uh, so that means she's uh, prototype one. No. You're the one that believed the lies. Uh, she's the one not buried. Uh, whoa. 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 Is that too far, Will? Whoa. Yeah. I mean, if that's yeah, if that's she just started sweating. If yeah. that's your comedy, you yeah. you go right ahead. <laughs> So yes, you're here because of the camp, and uh, well, we had some interesting conversations recently. So, most people don't know about this stuff. Like, <clears throat> I know about it. I know what all those tattoos mean, but the general Mohawk public doesn't. So, I think this is a good avenue to let them know. 
Yeah. Maybe if you ask me questions, yeah. that'll help. Well, why don't you tell us about the camp, first of all? Um, first of all, can I say something real quick before you start? There's literally a woman here fanning herself. Yeah. When the fuck is your cheap ass going to get that fucking air conditioner? Mm, it won't fit in the window. <laughs> you literally big. waited till fucking August yeah. to be like, can't get it. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I do remember pointing one out in April and... Several other guys saying, "Oh, that one's too expensive." Yeah, yeah. Who said that? The, the other guy sitting across from yeah. me. Yeah, I don't remember having that conversation. Yeah, yeah. I can go yeah. back. I can find it. You can yeah, be like yeah. Fuck, just get you go in and put that amount of energy to find something to prove me fucking wrong. Yeah, it take one second. Oh, I remember. Searching. Yeah, you yeah. remember. Yeah, yeah. It. You remember yeah. it. I'm pretty sure I mentioned. Anyway, Jackie Hall. Yeah, he's yeah. done now. So what is it? Uh, uh, this camp. What, uh, what is it? You guys like that? They, they're, they're, they're cunts. <laughs> um, Real cunts. They I'll really s- are. I'll start with the history. You know the Dundee land claim that happened. I heard about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. But can you uh, fill our listeners in? Just like a quick little thirty second of what that is. Okay. Because not all of our listeners are Arcos Oslono. So in. The Canadian portion of Aquazasna, they have what they call modern-day land claims, which are really just land surrenders, where Canada uses their own paid band council system to take our lands from us, and we're technically unceded. We have never given up title or right to our lands, but they'll use the band council to get votes, and then it's just a whole messy thing, but basically it was a land surrender. The only way we can get compensated for the leases that were owed since 1888 was to surrender our land. So they're saying you're acknowledging that the surrender was valid, but we'll pay you back pay for the leases we owe you, which is saying like we owe you leases because you never surrendered your land, but you can only get that money if you say you surrendered your land. So our clan basically met and said, we need to just start using the land and utilizing it because the NIDA case, the you know, in New York, they went to court and they lost their case because the judge basically said, you haven't been using your land, you haven't been occupying it. Like going out there hunting, picking medicines, actually utilizing the mm-hmm. land for so long that you lost your land. So it's really important for us to continue being like, even in the Adirondacks, to like continue. Was like that practicing. Cheryl versus that one? I know? Yeah, that one. The Cheryl case where they used latches that they waited too long and yep. they weren't occupying the land. But it's been shown here that we've never stopped occupying. Like, we've never stopped hunting and trapping on the land out there in Dundee. Especially Dundee, right? Yeah. Because, like, even everybody from Snye is still trapped down there. Yeah. And then we have, like, the documented proof. So our family basically, well, because I have so many kids. And then when COVID started, it was almost perfect because I was pulling them out to homeschool them. So we basically made it a Mm -hmm. land-based language camp down there. So I'm homeschooling my children, but doing it, like, on land-based teachings and... Trying to like revitalize the language and everything at the same time. So you basically opened your own school for your children and for everyone else. We're Holy just building shit. it up. We're just starting to build up a schoolhouse right now. That's like a twenty by thirty building, but we had to wait a couple of seasons because it floods out there to see mm-hmm. how soft the ground was and if it was doable to put a structure there. So now we're working on a schoolhouse. Or like we went out to the mountains today to get spring water and medicines with a group of people and to be able to bring them back and process it and make it into like salves and medicines or like if we hunt we'll be able to like skin the deer and like you know clean it and everything right there at camp and like teach them how to do these things and live off the land especially with the food shortages that are coming up it's like really important to like get this going not just for my children but for everybody that's willing to go down there that's not afraid to like i drive through the border like we're going to saint or snai but they want me to check in across the river and i never do 
And that's why they're trying to charge me. But some people are too afraid to come down here because of that threat. So there's a lot of factors that come into play. Why. So daily, when you drive by here, for people that don't know, it's down Hopkins Point and uh, the same road we're actually sitting on. Um, mm-hmm. So you don't check in. You just go. Yeah. If you feel like paying Josh Sargent a visit, yeah, come down to this road. No, one, <laughs> no one's going to cause trouble here. That's <laughs> <laughs> either. Apparently, some people don't mind trying. I mean, hey, you come far enough. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you come so, within range. Oh, excuse me. I'm yeah. so sorry. It's, like not, che- it's, not like, it's like not checking in on the island when you drive, yeah. except for the river is so small, you can literally like wave at the officers and they yeah, see Yeah, it's kind of stupid. Yeah, and mm-hmm. but now they're trying to criminally charge me like with Federal Canadian Customs Act like for failure to report. So that would be like as if they started enforcing on everybody that wasn't checking in on the island. So like if you didn't check in and then all of a sudden you got the Aquis serving you a paper like bringing you to court for federal charges because you didn't report to their customs in Cornwall. That's what they're doing. I used to not. Like if it was just me in the car and I just had to go to the island and back, fuck, mm-hmm. I used to not check in all the time. Yeah, yeah. I just strictly but, had a view could have just... And nobody checks in the Snyder Saint. Yeah. Yeah, you don't have to, of course, but... Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm saying that uh, now that, you know, I had the wife and kids with me, she won't let me do that. <laughs> yeah. So I got to be like, fine. Yeah, get away in this fucking mm. long-ass line. Yeah. And I'm literally just like, we can seriously just fucking turn around right now. Yeah. And go. <laughs> Let's do it. Come on. So that's pretty badass. You got to camp down there. You got to farm and stuff. Um, I know. I, I feel like a poser. Yeah. Yeah, because I, I literally just had Taco Bell. Yeah. Well, I came to know about it because the RCMP and the SQ kept going down there in the Aquis. And I'm like, what the fuck are they up to? Really? And so after a while. So after a while. Yeah. And so after a while, I'm like, you know, we started we started kind of telling them, hey, guys, they're coming. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Because uh, I don't fucking care. I'll rat them out. They're Canadian police. This is yeah. America, motherfuckers. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. off. Once you get over here, I'll shoot at you. Yeah. Do <laughs> it. <laughs> yeah. Things happen. This is comedy. Probably. <laughs> yeah, they had to be reminded that they have to leave their jurisdiction and leave Canada to get back to where they came from. Yeah. Just a little slight reminder. Mm-hmm. And then I got a letter delivered by the Aquis asking me to politely not do what I did to them anymore. In America, what did you do then? <laughs> no comment. Oh, wow. oh man. just so, yeah, reminded them. You know why? Because Politely. she's still fighting the good fight. That's true. That's true. In a world of people that just fucking talk. That's true. Let's just say I got their attention and stopped them on the road very gently. Yeah, I respect that. That's fucking <laughs> awesome. Because you're 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 slowly becoming a personal hero of mine. That's good. <laughs> okay. That's awesome as hell. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, take it, take it how you will. Yeah. Take it how you will. I don't know how you how you do with compliments. You know, we all got a little bit of generational trauma in there. Yeah. So, you know, <laughs> yeah. I know. <laughs> he said something nice. He must be fucking lying. Yeah, I know. <laughs> so you've been at the camp for a couple of years now. How's it going down there? Can you dis- what can you describe? I think it's going okay. I mean, she's <laughs> here. She's not in jail. Clearly. Yeah. Well, I mean, she's she's clearly having fun. (laughs) Staying busy. I mean, there there you go. Nice. Nice. 
There isn't a protest within our nations. Hey, even though you're vegan, you're yeah. in your protein, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Sing comedy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, how will you ask? <laughs> Did you just go ow? <laughs> no, I said wait. I don't even know anymore. You yeah. forgot to go for like for the white people. I think I was gonna answer the question. That's and right. What it was. It's like how's the camp going? How did it start? Mm-hmm. What did, what brought you there? And how's it all going? Like, take us through your journey. It sounds like she had your idea, but just did it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah. Sans, you know, sans the police part. They're okay. daily shit. I, I think I'm done picking on Josh today. I think I've picked on him yeah. enough. That's enough. Like, you don't I'm want gonna, me to start giving it back. You I'm going to pick on John. You get yeah. it back all the time. Yeah, what are you talking about? <laughs> I don't even know how much You're I should fucking, say. Yeah, what well, can just say what you can say. <clears throat> fucking pointy-ass Marlon Brando nose motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I love Brando. Okay. I'll start with the first day. We were clearing it out in compliance. MCA were the only ones that ever really went down there, right? Right, just the your mom said. Right. Yeah, so they came down and they're like, oh, what are you doing? And my cousin happened to be one of the compliance officers. And he went to school to be a cop. He was holding his little notepad. And I was like, what are you doing? Writing, don't stand for the cops. He's like, what? No, this is for bad counsel. <laughs> I get my evidence a couple months back. And guess whose notes are in uh, RCMP's evidence? Uh-huh. Acting as an informant. Yeah. My own blood. Yeah. Oh. So that was compliance. And then they basically handed over jurisdiction because they had Aquis come down there by boat. They were driving down there. SQ would come down with the liaison with the uh, Norm Aqui, community officer guy. Mm-hmm. And then um, RCMP. But then the Aquis backed off and basically handed jurisdiction over to RCMP and SQ over here. Even though we we're supposedly getting this land back under mm-hmm. the land claim that they ratified after like 30 some appeals that they denied so i was a part of all that appeal process too to try to slow down their ratifying the land claim deal so whenever they handed over jurisdiction it just showed that there is no plans because it's supposed to be coming from willing sellers like if, and if no one's willing to sell how are we supposed to get this land back mm-hmm. so that's another reason i chose it because it's a wildlife sanctuary so it's technically crown land it's not privately owned and when we found that spot, it, I was lost. I just drove down there to check it out. And my kids, we turned around and they seen an old swing set. So I chose that spot. Come to find out that little tiny hut is like leased by this French guy in Chateaugay. And then the rest MCA bought from this one bridge all the way to the St. Lawrence. So it's all MCA bought land, mm-hmm. crown land for, for a wildlife sanctuary. And then like tiny little lot that's privately leased, not owned leased. Because we never just surrendered our land. It's a leasey. So they wanted to get me out and they couldn't. The mayor was threatening us. They even blocked the road off one the time. The mayor of Dundee. Yeah. yeah, she tried to block the road. We moved the block. We just kept going. And then uh, she tried to talk to the federal, our Quebec Aboriginal Minister of Affairs. Mm-hmm. And we were trying to put an agreement in place with MCA how to handle this situation. And they are trying to get us out and they basically gave up. There is an old uh, guy that used to be a mayor and... The town over, I can't remember what it's called. But he would give me the translated meeting minutes from Dundee so I know what they were saying because it's all in French. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they're basically like out to try to like find us for our buildings, trying to find any way to get rid of us. And then the RCMP are more border because I don't check in. So they did they did everything in their power to get rid of us, and this is like their last resort. And yeah. that's what the Crown Prosecutor <clears throat> said, that this is their last resort, bringing me to court for these federal charges because they couldn't get us off the land. That's pretty badass. That's just the legal aspect. That's not even going into like everything we've done with trapping and teaching the kids and 
you yeah. know, harvesting medicine and growing food and raising animals. Yeah. That's just the shit you have to put up with trying yeah. to do things your way. Yeah. It makes so th- those are the yeah. things holding you back, really. So you're saying yeah. you didn't do a five-year feasibility study like some people do? <laughs> no, I don't know what that is. <laughs> If it was MCA, they, that's what oh, they yeah. would do. They, they'd spend a hundred grand before they ever fucking put a camper out there. Really? <laughs> yeah. So you're telling me that yeah. a bunch of Indians that work with the government are a bunch of bootlicking pussies? No. <laughs> no. Yeah. What? It's funny how they flip, right? Like, yeah. like how someone you knew growing up will end up speaking their language and making their excuses. It's, yeah. it's, it's a mind fuck, right? If anything, it's kind of like pitiful to watch. Yeah, they might as well be on their knee kissing the ring, right? Literally. Yeah. Please don't take my money away. Of course, we'll put a new building there. You know, it's just like get off your fucking knees, you coward. But we do help them by not acting, right? Yeah, you're being compliant. You're just as guilty, basically. But I don't hold no ill feelings, and if you really think about it. It was designed that way. As soon as they started taking our kids to residential school and forcing them away from their parents and their families and teaching them to comply and to submit, and that's basically what they taught us, industrial schools and everything. Like, you just do as you're told, Mm -hmm. don't ask questions. And that's how many generations going forward, they basically groomed our generations to be those good band council people that will sell our people because they want to be equal in their eyes because under the doctrine of discovery we were always treated as a subhuman species that's why they call us a band of indians like we're a bunch of animals so all the people that are taught they have this almost like a it's like a complex like even the cops we talk about the native cops and how they have a hard time because they're taught to look at their own people and they're native to look at them like they're animals they're not the same as a human they don't have the rights as a human being so how does how do you think that affects their mind so the decisions they make it's basically out of survival so it's kind of hard to like have personal blame for anybody in their actions even my cousin for what he did he was raised in the church you know what i mean so it explains a lot mm-hmm. like how his mindset would be but i was fortunate to grow up in the longhouse and have different teachings and principles and still and like not having my grandma go to residential school because her grandma stood at the front door with an axe when the rcmp came to pick her up she had to threaten to kill him to keep my grandma home to keep the language in our family she was one of the last first language speakers in our family, and then my mom's generation is like the first generation that don't have that. So now I'm trying to bring that back into our family too. So there's a lot of lot of factors in place. So it's really kind of hard to have anger towards your own people because it's not our fault. The system was set up that way. But their chief is a white guy. All right, now, now, yeah. now I'm sad. Yeah, it's the truth. I just made a little joke. <laughs> Sorry. You like really took me to school. It's like, why are you making fun of your people? They're hurt. They got to like, oh. <laughs> I thought I'd make you laugh. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, that's for sure. That That is most definitely the reason why. And uh, trust me, I fucking... I feel guilty about it every day, but I will say, you know, fuck the church. I haven't been in so long. Um, I finally got to win against my family for at least two of my kids and didn't have to splash that magic pedophile water on their forehead, you know. So I'm, I'm glad, you know, I've, I've turned my ways around and 
I'm, you know, learning more traditional stuff, but I, I still love Taco Bell. I'm sorry. That's fine. <laughs> I'm, I'm trying my best. I'm really trying my best. <laughs> and I haven't burned my status card yet, but, you know, I want money, you know, so I'm trying. <laughs> yeah. It's almost like you need everybody to rebel at once and together to make... And yeah, that's, that's like the tough, five arrows. Yeah, like the five arrows, and that's a yeah. tough proposition. Yeah, I mean, we can't even get more than fifteen to vote for a guy who will totally upend the system. <laughs> What's the five arrows? If you don't like mind, the that. Confederacy teachings. So the Haudenosaunee Confederacy, when it was formed, the Gunawida used that as a symbolic, like it symbolizes our five nations coming together and how one arrow can break easily, but five of them bundled together is unbreakable. So that's like the hmm. principles and ideology you know behind it. I've heard it before. Yeah. 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 I knew that. Mm-hmm. Of course you did. Know who else said oh, that? Hey. Genghis Khan. True story. Oh, yeah. My daughter has a Mongolian mark. Oh, yeah? <laughs> a what? Mongolian mark. Is right, yeah, right above their button. It's like oh. a... Yeah. Yeah. They used to take our kids away and accuse of, accuse us of child abuse because it looks like a big bruise. Yeah. But they call them Mongolian marks. Because Genghis Khan, yeah, like, 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 how many people are descendants of Genghis Khan? Oh, shit. Sure. <laughs> that would be cool if I was. Yeah. That's yeah. what they say, but, you know, just like, you know, <laughs> is this back in the Pangea uh, days? I mean, how the fuck did he make it to North America? Uh, uh, boat. I don't know. <laughs> boat? They climbed in their spaceships. Uh, you know, Patton Oswalt has a, an amazing joke about this, about Genghis Khan. Like, how fucking... Strong was that fucking sperm because he's wearing nothing but fur and leather back then. He's on fucking <coughs> just fucking calm killing fucking horse rides, fucking 18 hours long. And then when he finally shows up, so he's like, All right, I've killed him out and I want to fuck. <laughs> but still, that sperm went to work and he just fucking one third of the goddamn world. Goddamn. That was some tough fuck. Those were tough balls. How many? Yeah, okay, a thousand years. How many? How many people are gonna carry wheelbarrows, <laughs> jeans? I bet a lot. A thousand years. <laughs> yeah. Are you saying I should keep going? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Man, yeah, just. I mean, I haven't been fixed yet. Yeah. Just keep on talking. Hey, the handsome leg number thirteen. Go for it. Is it? <laughs> it is. Holy. I'm only halfway there. It's a lot going ahead for you. Thirteen? Yeah. Okay, so I'm fine. Can I be mixed? I need to just get five more. <laughs> you do. We're up to yeah. ten if you count yeah. both sides. So that's only three more pregnancies. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, I can do that easily. <laughs> no problem, no. I gotta rebuild the nation. There you go. That's that's my idea. Yeah. Yeah. But you know they they want you to buy shit for your kid. <laughs> like, what are, you, what are you gonna do for Christmas? Don't celebrate it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying not to, but you know, it's, it's already gone on too long. <laughs> Just do what I do. I'm Talk. not gonna fucking put my kids through a fucking Schindler's List scenario here. Just be like, guess what? We're not doing Christmas, no. I know we've been doing it for eight fucking years. Too bad. The other half of your life is no Christmas. I just tell my kids <laughs> no, there's no Santa Claus, there's no Tooth Fairy, tell all your friends. Or you can just tell them the real truth about Santa Claus and maybe it'll scare the shit out of them because it has to do with demons. Yeah. <laughs> that is <laughs> really 
Yeah. That is compass. In fact, though, that's another form of colonization because the original teachings of the Germans, that was all their folklore. Yeah. And the Christians demonized it so they wouldn't do that anymore. Yeah. And they just incorporated it into their fertility rites. You know who else would be a demon under their ideology? Huh. The sky woman, if you think about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Because she fell from the sky. She's a fallen one. That's right. She's a fallen angel. So fallen why do right they call us heart. savages? And, I don't know. Why do they call us um, bar- like savages and barbarians and he- yeah. heathens? That's the word. He- heathens. heathens is the word. Yeah. We're all heathens here. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, yeah. man. Hitler thought we were really cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Just because he's got that little smudge on his resume, we, we have to like totally denounce his word here and be like, maybe he was a bad guy. Hey, come down, Jake. Yeah, <laughs> bring it down a notch, all right? And he did make a cool car, and the Autobahn was a great idea. Yeah. Didn't he get his stuff from residential schools? He got it from... Uh, concentration camps? Yeah, Pretty he much. got the concentration camps from the reservation system. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He was inspired by uh, America's way of segregation. Oh, yeah. well, then fuck Hitler, then. Jesus Christ. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of those. Yeah, I don't think we're going to get, uh, gonna get much pushback there. Fuck Hitler. We're going to get one complaint. <laughs> I, don't know, we're gonna, I think we're going to lose at least three fans. Yeah. What do you say? That's it. Unfollow. Yeah. Unsubscribe. <laughs> <laughs> but we might gain five more from the Proud Boys. <laughs> Dude, how Proud Boys? Dude, for all we know, half of our audience are Nazis. <laughs> we had Jake on fucking five goddamn yeah. times. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you got so you're a land back you were uh, um a defender out west tell us all about that what brought you here to dundee i don't know just where you're at in life <laughs> oh <laughs> how'd you become <laughs> Be clear. i think he's basically asking how'd you wind up in Aquasasne? how'd you become one of these i, I was <laughs> once one of those how did you become one of these um i, I just want to point out he interviews people for a living <laughs> okay yeah, Me one too. of his one of his jobs he does that. Yeah. I can so. read between the lines. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I think I would it it would be called um I would say I'm like a third generation when it comes to this cuz Ganyange, you know where Moss Lake is in New York state. My grandfather, my grandparents, Art and Verna Montour were the ones that occupied that land and my father was probably about my son's age right now, like probably 8, 9 years old when he was there in Ganyange. They had an armed standoff and led to having that Governor Kumu give them that land where Ganyange is now. And our family's been involved with that. Mm-hmm. And on my dad's that's my dad's side and my mom's side. That's where I get the last um, last name, Hall. So I'm a Hall with, like, Louis Hall's the one that created the warrior flag. And then our family, like my grandmother on my mother's side, is the one that stood at the door with the axe with the RCMP. And she was... So there's stories my grandma would talk about when we all had to be underground when we were traditional because it was outlawed and then when we were allowed to come out and build a longhouse and do it all in the open my grandma remembers selling pies with her grandma to rebuild the longhouse so we kept the ceremonies going mm. underground you know lots of stuff that's what it's in my blood i, I just <laughs> realized ours was on the floor as you're telling us about your uncle and i'm like Oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so it's kind of just like, there's no question about it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, when you see things through, you don't just start something and not finish it. And I, I know growing up from the stories and everything that my family told what to expect and their experiences, like the police harassment, mm-hmm. everything. It's basically like a playbook. They have a playbook. And it kind of gets old after a while because you already know what to expect from them. So yeah. 
Does that answer the question? It does. Okay. I like it. So, Johnny P, what do you think of our guest? Mm-hmm. It's pretty interesting, man. Makes you want to just go fight police, huh? <laughs> no comment. It's not right now. Make sure those hand grenades are real right next time. Yeah, yeah, the hand grenades. <laughs> well, I did. I did get. I did get my car. I got my car thrown, and they found hand grenades in it before. Yeah, that's a fun story right there. Yeah, yeah. Just oh. seeing cops like that run away, like yeah. seven or eight cops. Yeah. Next time, just, make them. Run yeah, out. just take off away from your car. I'm like, oh, <laughs> really? oh I wonder what they're running from. Start yeah, because I was already in a squad car behind my car. <laughs> and uh, one of them got on the radio and he's like, yo, can we get somebody on here? This guy's got hand grenades in the glove box. <laughs> like, Is this a real story? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. correctly, you gave, like, like, the fucking spark notes. I think yeah. it was it was around, I don't know. It was, uh, okay. It's a dark. Yeah, no, it was, stormy night. there was a checkpoint in Hogan. You know, on the bottom of my hill by number nine, they always put that yeah, checkpoint there. Yeah, drinking point. Yeah, and it was, uh, it was one of those nights where everybody's out drinking. I forget. It might have yeah. been New Year's or something. You were drinking. Yeah, because I was also drinking. So, and then I had the car I had. Dual exhaust and they were both snapped in the middle, so it was really loud. It sounded like a fucking modified race car. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I pulled. They pulled. And he's me only in got thirty five. Yeah. <laughs> so I, I rolled over a checkpoint, fucking drunk, and uh, my registration. He wasn't gonna let me go, but he didn't see it on the window. He's like, "All right, you're free to go." Then he's like, "Wait, oh shit, look at." So I he pulled me over and. and <laughs> As he was walking to my car, I took off. My buddy was in the passenger seat. He's like, just go. Like, all right, fuck can it. I, can I pause you for a second? You were fucking loaded. Yeah. You almost got away. Yeah, your fucking <laughs> registration, you lazy fuck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so my buddy's like, you know what? Just fucking go. Fuck them. I'm like, all right. So my car was, I hammered it. And uh, because of the exhaust, it was like spitting and sputtering. I almost didn't make it up that hill. Like, my car almost <laughs> And because I was drunk, I'm thinking, like, I've seen this in movies plenty of times. I can pull behind number nine and shut off all the lights and they're just going <laughs> to shoot right by. You know, in movies all the yeah. time. It doesn't exactly work like that. <laughs> I pulled in behind number nine and as I went to kill the lights. And the car, yeah, the whole, no, the whole car just died. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, fuck me. The car just died. And I just coasted into the brass parking lot. <laughs> I got surrounded by cops by the time the car stopped rolling. Because we know Johnny B don't run. Yeah, tribalism. Just, I'm like, all right, well, fucking A, man. We're going to get arrested. So <laughs> I lit a cigarette. They're trying to open my driver's side door, and it was just jammed shut because I was sick of it. It wasn't, like, closing. So I just kicked it, and it just, like, got stuck. So they couldn't they couldn't get me out. <laughs> so I had my buddy climb. I was like, all right, let's go. And by that time, there was probably about seven or eight cop cars there. And they cuffed <laughs> me, and then uh, they put me in a car behind my car. I'm just sitting in a back seat. And then they're going, they're searching my car, and I see them all run away. They start running. I'm like, what the fuck? And then one of the tribes was like, can we get uh, somebody on here? This guy's got a hand grenade in his glove box. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> I there is a, yeah, there is a hand grenade in there. Like, well, shit, wait till they find the one rolling around under the passenger seat. Because <laughs> there was one under the passenger seat, why too. Is it, why is it so, like, uh... So, yeah. Once they found out it was fake, they, uh... <laughs> yeah. It was all right. But it was, that, was a good, that was a good one right there. <laughs> so you have a history. Yeah. They, they, they brought me to the tribal right. station, right? They gave me, like, just a couple of tickets. They let me go. They just threw me out of a police station. <laughs> As I got, because the tribal station is right by 37. Yeah. I got to the be. road, and my cousin was driving by with a 30-pack. Oh, yeah. Trying to be sad. He was like, yeah, I just got arrested because I have hand grenades in my car. <laughs> can you bring me home and get my spare keys so I can go get my car? <laughs> She's like, yeah. 
And we just continued drinking. Drove my car <laughs> <fell> home. <laughs> sounds like a See, if only, if only most Mohawks could act that rebellious and mm. badass without being inebriated, you know, we could we could take this fucking we can take this back, man. Yeah. Yeah. We or we just ra- get everybody drunk. We could race some hell. <laughs> I just said let's do it without the booze. We just get like real hangry and just start blowing shit up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh yeah, is this where we started superimposing messages here? Just our, kidding, CSIS. Burn, burn the church down, say, hey, I've been, <laughs> I've been called by CSIS. Have you ever been called by CSIS? Oh, no, churches need to go. <laughs> Someone do our bidding. <laughs> churches need to be burned. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Comedy, 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 comedy. Yeah. Yeah. These are just jokes about burning down yeah. the church. <laughs> we totally don't want you to throw a firework through the church. You know, one of those big ones with the mortar that you could point yeah. at a window. We We're, don't want you to do that. Where it really doesn't make sense why we have churches on our land. Do not burn those down in a joking manner. You know, I don't. <laughs> that, would, that would be wrong. That would be so But terrible. it would be funny. <laughs> Honestly, I think that would actually be counterproductive. Yeah. If you want to impress your friends. <laughs> If you want to be the cool kid, if you want to hook up with that lady, she would be so impressed if you burned down that church. <laughs> Yo, isn't there a community named Burnt Church? I don't know. There is. Really? It's Micmac, yeah. I just remember because they were fighting with lobster people over there and like the lobstermen were running them over in their boats. <sighs> why, That's what it was why, why you gotta make it sound... Give them some credit, dude. Why are you going to make it so dumb? No, it is cool. <laughs> they were fighting lobsters? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hey, dude. They were fighting white people. They were fighting, yeah, yeah not lobsters. They themselves. were fighting over lobsters. They were, yeah. they, have, they were fighting for the right to fish for the yeah, lobsters, yeah. you fuck. It's like, Why are you going to make it so dumb? It's like we have deer and they have lobster. It's the same. <laughs> Uh, yeah, try and get your fucking sea bugs. Yeah. <laughs> oh, you're such a dick. <laughs> you're friends with this asshole. I'm kidding. Yeah. No comment. Because I, like, <laughs> I warned her when the cops are coming. I know. No like everything you said, I got no comment. <laughs> hey, you're like you 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 you, you live around here? Like you're just like in the area? Yeah. Yeah. Just on the road. Been it's just on the road. <laughs> This is Dundee. Yeah, but I do you Yeah, this side of the road. I'm just on the edge of the race, just outside the box. I'm Wilbur Sunday and I'm I'm retarded. We'll learn together. We'll learn together. Can I go to your house? I can. Can I go get some raw honey? Yeah. That's gonna show up like Pooh Bear and be like Local honey. <laughs> it's called lavender. Can I have some? <laughs> so how's your farm doing down there? What are you growing? Uh, Shut up. I'm trying to get honey. <laughs> <laughs> trying to get honey. <laughs> Do you grow bees? Well. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we're trying to get it. I just started our oyster and shiitake mushrooms. We have like beans, like all the food plants. And we got chickens. We got barred rocks and Jersey giants. Ooh. Oysters? Oyster mushrooms. Oh, I thought you meant the oysters. <laughs> We were at war with the raccoons. Uh, <laughs> yeah, bad, with the chickens. Yeah. Yeah. Our dog's doing a good job, yeah. though. <laughs> so, yeah. That's where we're at. And we have, like, the stuff that grows wild and everything there, too. Yeah. We're trying to focus more on mushrooms because of the, you know, the, the prophecies they talk about. It's, like, really good to know, have that knowledge because that grows in the dark. So, say, for some reason, we don't have 
sunlight long enough or we can't grow food or mm-hmm. climate changes you got your fungus and your mushrooms and moss and all that edible stuff just mm-hmm. in case you're starving and you're really hungry and there's no taco bell <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I got I got stuff in my freezer. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I'm ahead of the curve. The power, I too the power went like out. some mushrooms. <laughs> <laughs> so you're our second mushroom lady we've had on the show. Oh yeah, go we. Oh yeah. Yeah, the one you also listen to. Yeah. Wild, wild crafting. Yeah, mm. it's good. Yeah, it's good knowledge to know. <laughs> Are you gonna be out there foraging mushrooms there, uh, uh, Jenny B? Yeah, I mean if I know what to look for. Yeah. I mean, I don't necessarily know what edible mushrooms do they look like. Yeah, I'm, pretty, I'm pretty sure they don't look like uh, when you go to, like, the supermarket and it's already in your little box. Mm-hmm. Already, Just boxes Yeah, already cleaned and shit. So I'm going to be looking for, like, little green boxes <laughs> with clear wrap on it and say mushrooms. And I'm like, fuck, man. I think I'm just going to die out here. So. <laughs> hey, man, worst comes to worst, you lose some weight because you picked a bad mushroom and shit yourself. You do that, too. I think you can wake up dead. Yeah. I mean... <laughs> See, don't let the look fool you. I don't just put random shit in my mouth. Yeah, so right. I'm not going to be walking through the woods. Honestly, oh, that looks delicious. Yeah, I tell you, it's an adult baby. Like, yeah. Hey, look at mushrooms. No, I'm not. I mean, no. Not Can you me. imagine an adult person that never grew out of that phase just being like. Yeah, like a fucking adult baby. I think we just made a skit. I found out. <laughs> like someone went on a blind date with a guy who's just like acting like a baby. Like he's even sitting there just going like, <laughs> like his food and shit. Or he's like touching it like. This is how comedy's born. <laughs> I know. <laughs> yeah, this is these are how jokes work. Imagine a guy acting like a baby. Next to see a TikTok. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a pretty active imagination. I could like visualize <laughs> actually, all that. <laughs> actually, I did think of a good TikTok the other day, and I want to share it with you guys, but I got to film it first. Okay. Um, <laughs> it didn't even happen yet. I, th- I thought it would be funny to like put the expression "the land of milk and honey." Uh huh. It's like, but you're indigenous, and it's just me like sh- throwing up milk, just like. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we can uh, we can chug milk later. Yeah, yeah. Dude, I gotta fucking work tonight, man. I gotta work tonight too. Yeah, but come down to you. Do you have an access to bathroom? I do. Shits first. Oh, okay, I do. They don't get. I mean. I'm not going to work 10 hours and not be able to piss in the shit. What the fuck? Well, excuse the fuck out of me. You work at a dispensary. Listen, fellas out there with a fucking dispensary. I see you driving around with your fucking expensive-ass trucks. But your goddamn business, you're, you're, you have your workers going shit in an outhouse. What the fuck? Yeah. Why your cheap ass build a bathroom for them? What the fuck? Yeah. Winter is coming. I fought for that right. <laughs> I was there. I felt mine. Yeah, exactly. Thank you, Miss Hall. She built the porta potty. Yeah. Uh, that's why the Aquis are harassing me because of that. No joke. Because <laughs> you, you were digging a shit hole. I know. You have a permit for your shit house? Yeah. <laughs> I have shit outside of enough i'm good holy okay. man oh, yeah. try having to use it all winter 
No, not an outhouse. I, I, oh, yeah. oh, yeah, I've definitely yeah. shit outside in the winter. Oh, yeah. I used to cut trees, so yeah. if I had to go, I had to go. Yeah, my last job. Yeah, I just went in. We had outhouses right by the river, right by the St. Lawrence. Really? Yeah, and it gets it gets really cold yeah. out there. Yeah. Yeah. Especially right by the big-ass river. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> we, 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 we shit outside more than deer. That's fucking ridiculous, man. Shitting at 30 below weather. Uh, I don't think I like this job anymore. That's a problem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, don't think, I don't think I like this job anymore. <laughs> <laughs> we took the kids to the, the Wild Center that one time. That's just like, um, what is it, like an hour away? Well, like an hour and a half. Yeah. I used to work there. Yeah. Yeah, Lake. yeah, yeah. Top of the Lake, that's the one. And my wife, she just adores uh, otters. And uh, we had gone around and we found where the otters were. And it took them a bit for them to come out. And mm-hmm. we finally got to see them. And she was just like, oh, my God, they're so cute. And finally, there was one. He didn't hop in the water right away. He stayed up on top of the log. You know, he's just like, like real vigilant. And he immediately just started fucking like Play-Doh barbershop to shit. Just fucking. And it was a lot. And uh, we were just like, oh, well, you know, this is what animals do. They just shit. Yeah, this is funny. <laughs> I've seen an otter poo. Awesome. Hey, what? Don't worry about it. Don't make me parent. Stop fucking with things, dude. I'm not. Yes, you are. You are. If we look at the video the whole time, you're just looking this way. And there goes the fucking audio. <laughs> no, fucking we, we better wrap it up before he fucks it up and deletes everything. No, no, I just picked something. Don't worry about it. I, I moved the logo. It's okay. You guys didn't have a logo. We should have put that over her face. So, <laughs> so that she... Yeah. We well, don't I, get her in trouble. <laughs> I have a Guy Fox mask in the other room. No, it's <laughs> too hot to wear. You want to sit there like anonymous? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. What can you tell us about your other actions? Like, you were a land defender out in, uh, out at uh, Canahus's place, right? Uh, no, the Wet'suwet'en. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's that's... all the same to me. I haven't been out there. Yeah. Neither have I. Oh, no. <laughs> Neither has she. <laughs> Moving on. Well, <laughs> no. Why don't you uh, tell us more about this uh, rebuilding the nation thing you got going on? <laughs> what are your plans here? <laughs> to teach them. Because it can't just be all you. You have to recruit some friends that need to help you, right? Yeah. Yeah. More like-minded people. You hear that, ladies? This uh, she can't do it all on her own. She, she needs your help. <laughs> Uteruses unite. Come on, <laughs> uteri. I think. Well, that's a good question, and I can say I was out there. <laughs> now yeah. that I think about it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, um, when in 2020, when we shut down Canada, when they raided for the second time, I think out there, we had already met in person with some of the hereditary chiefs and some of the like spokeswomen out there. Mm-hmm. And they're asking for help because where they are, they're so vast and spread out, and their population is like nothing close to what we have in Aquasasne alone. So they don't have the numbers to fight that pipeline, so they were asking for help. So whenever that happened, Tyendinaga shut down the tracks, and then Gunawaga shortly after. So I remember we organized to bring supplies out to both places. And then I was working for Indian Time at the time, and also Real People's Media. And I was freelancing for like different like standard freeholder and Eastern Door mm-hmm. and everything. So I went out there as a journalist. And that's why I didn't catch charges like everybody else when the OPP came in to enforce their injunction and like beat the shit out of our men and almost killed my cousins. But I was there, but they couldn't put their hands on me because I was there as media. So that kind of led to 
me being able to go out west as media and like not get charged and like they know I'm out there but the the actions that took place when we're out there and seeing firsthand what was going on it 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 really makes like we got it easy here is all I have to say like I was like oh it's mm -hmm. so it's getting hard at camp and like doing winter here and then I go out there in the winter time and use their outhouse in the winter time and it's like negative like twice as cold here I don't even know mm -hmm. but yeah it's nothing like it made it so much easier to be here in the winter and occupy land here but they've been they're like actually on the 20th they're asking for help because I don't know if they're drilling under the river but there's something going on with the 20th and a lot of my cousins and our people have been criminally charged for helping the Wet'suwet'en whenever the RCMP and CGL came in and it's crazy because a lot of them are mercenaries like the security and it's like so racist it's it's like almost like unbelievable what i seen and then like how they conduct themselves out here you can tell the Mohawks set a precedent because they would never ever try to do what they do to us what they're doing to them out there but that's because we've been in contact with them for 500 years and out there it's like maybe 150 or just over because they couldn't mm -hmm. they couldn't get through the Senecas they couldn't conquer the western door until after all these wars until they split up our confederacy and then they could make it out to the west coast to the natives out there so they learned their lesson from us like how they conducted and made the two row like you know the silver covenant chain and all these agreements they're making sure they don't make the same mistake with those nations out there again well to be fair there was that one time <laughs> when like we pointed AKs back at them and it sort of yeah. made them look bad yeah I think that changed their uh, dialogue here in the east and I'm not so sure about nonviolent confrontation sometimes. I get the point of it, but I get all Martin Luther yeah. King's thing. But uh, it almost seemed like uh, battle rifles work a little better than injunctions, you know what I mean? Yeah, that's well how I was raised. It's to the very bitter end. You know, like, you, you're at the bitter end now. So, like, what are you going to do? Like, the Ganasadagi is still fighting for the pines and everything. My father's buried <clears throat> out there because they're involved with, like, the 90s when we had our civil war going on here, and they're standing up for the pines out there. And that was that was... Um, set up too like all these aliens and everything that's going on here and they're getting more funding for the police and to get four wheelers and skidoos on our ice bridge they think they're going to patrol the ice bridge now and it's they, they create the, they create the problem to offer the solution so in the 90s the one the one SQ officer that got shot dead in Ganasadage actually was like a desk jockey and found uh, proof that the SQ paid the band council here money and the check was cash at a gun store in Valleyfield and he was going to out that, and then they put him on the field the day he got shot and killed. Didn't it turn out he was also hit by a NATO round? Yeah, he was killed by his own people. Yeah, <laughs> that's, so, that's what I read. It was a 5.56, yeah. and the Warriors are using 7.62. So. Yeah, and so that was a, that was a government-funded civil war. And then our people, of course, because like Ganasadage and already had an armed standoff, like we already are capable of standing our ground mm -hmm. not to say the civil war like th that was wrong like are people fighting over money and capitalism basically and that's where our ways got lost and people kind of lose track of like what you're are you really standing on those three principles when you talk about kind of like oh like peace power and righteousness they say in english because right now you're fighting your own people over money so it's like a lesson that we had to learn watching that generation go through that but it's like the ripple effect because what happened from Ganasadage when how they agreed to take the blockades down the government agreed to sit at the table and they made like nine different agreements and one of them was to expedite land claims so that's why they're doing this dundee modern day land claims thing but they twisted it to their benefit and um so even oh, i can go way off track <laughs> go 
So, so <laughs> the first, okay. The Ex- first, yeah, explain it to the people who don't know. Like, most people don't know any of this. Yeah, so they made the Royal Commission on Aboriginal something from that when the 90s conflict ended in Gnasadage. And that commission, there's this woman that sat on that commission, and she's actually the first uh, Inuit governor general hey, in hey, Canada. Hey, hey. Oh, no, no, no. So you know how the governor, you know what a governor general is? That's actually the boss. The prime minister isn't. So the governor general has a direct tie to the queen and the crown. She has the power to dissolve parliament and she has the power to send the army, the military out. Because she's the governor general. Now think military sense because the Indian Act is military policies and we're still living under a military occupation right now. But people don't see it like that, but that's what it is. Mark Miller was military before he became whatever he is, a minister, then Mike Mitchell's working with the Canadian military on our border crossing issues. Just because they changed their title from military to this doesn't mean they're no longer military. It just means they're throwing, they're putting, what do you call it? They're pulling the wool over your eyes or some shit yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, real quick, these are public figures you're speaking about, right? Yeah, yeah. on the Canadian okay. side. Yeah, We're not I, talking about America. Yeah. Well, because I, I gave you that warning about last names, so just... You know. yeah, yeah, they're public oh. figures. Okay, okay. Pretty yeah. sure we dropped okay. that name a few times on this podcast already. Right? <laughs> yeah. Is that right? It goes really, it goes really deep. Like, Motherfucker, I don't even remember your birthday. Okay? <laughs> You think you expect me to remember everything we talked about? Were you following what I was saying, though? Yeah. Trying to, yeah. Because this is why, probably why you're having technical difficulties here. <laughs> so, um, this governor general, right? She's the Inuit. She was on that royal commission when it first started. She helped them with the first modern day land claim out in James Bay. That was the first land surrender. This woman helped them with the first land surrender. Now she's the governor general. She's the top. And she has direct lines with Abram Benedict for some reason right now. He's got in his meeting notes that he's been talking to the governor general. She's the first native woman. And she went in a historic visit with the queen a couple months back. And they planted a tree for global unity and peace. And you know what their tree was? A red maple. So they're trying to take our culture. They're trying to appropriate it. Because what they need Canada to be considered a nation is a language, a land base, and a culture. Mark Miller speaks our language. He was wearing that beaded mask that my cousin made from... So he's wearing our masks, like our beadwork, wearing our culture, speaking our language. Now they need a land base. They need a land surrender. And how much sense does it make to have Mohawk as a national language when Canada is derived from our language, Ganada, like Ganadago? So they're taking that. Our, they're trying to become recognized as a nation because they're a de facto government due to wars. They were never independent from the crown in Britain whenever all these wars were going on. It just, to end the wars and everything, they became, like, called de facto so they're actually not a true nation they're a corporation they're more like a colony yeah not exactly their own country yeah so it's almost like a district of britain still yeah is what canada is was well, yeah. part of the commonwealth that's what they mm-hmm. call it right yeah yeah which is funny that they have their fucking proud ass national anthem but they're <laughs> really not a nation mm-hmm. right yeah not like america who kicked those british right <laughs> in the fucking teeth <laughs> Actually, thanks to Darren Bonaparte, I heard that we got recruited to go kick some American ass out in Montreal. Boom. So that was history repeating itself when we shut down Canada. Because yeah. you know how um, Sir John, and Sir William Johnson and them, what yeah. they did to get the feds to get the government at the table? You know, Joseph Brandt and all of them? Yeah. In that war? What they did was they basically like ambushed. I was just laughing at Willie Johnson. That's, that's an awesome name. Yeah. 
Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. If your last name's Johnson, he's your grandfather. Yeah. No, I'm just saying that's like yeah. an awesome porn name. Well, he had an awesome <laughs> Johnson, apparently, too. Yeah. They said he had a hundred. I'm sorry, go ahead. Okay. He's with... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a comedian, after all. Get it right, Will. Get it right. Sir Willie Johnson. Sir. Sir Willie Johnson. This is just like me trying to have a conversation <laughs> with my kids. Yeah. <laughs> So they basically like um like they would burn down like all their trading posts, <clears> the <throat> the colonists. So like the they take over all the fur trade and trading posts and surrounded it and got them to the point where they had to sit down at the table with us, like as the Iroquois Haudenosaunee Confederacy. So it affected the only thing that got them to sit at the table and make agreements with us is when we affected their economy and back then it was the fur trade. And then what we did in 2020 when we shut down Canada and shut down the tracks is we affected their economy once again. And it got Mark Miller to the table. I sat across the table from him and we made them agree to go and sit down with the Wet'suwet'en and like, you know, talk with them and negotiate. But the mistake we made was that the Wet'suwet'en should have had the knowledge and the history shared with them that we have before they ever sat down at the table with the feds Mm -hmm. because the feds twisted it and made it into like the inherent rights policy. And like self governance and all that stuff, but that's not good what they're trying to it's push. It's all under the band council, which they yeah. created, correct? Yeah, so it's still like, and that's helping Canada further become recognized as a nation because now the Wet'suwet'en, who never surrendered and they're unseated, are sitting at the table with Canada and making agreements with them. We never made agreements with Canada, we made agreements with the Queen and the Crown. So now they're down here making it like their, their, um, their fight to be recognized as a nation stronger by, so it kind of was like, we kind of got ahead of ourselves, I think, when it came to that. Like the feds, they came and sat down at the table and they took advantage of them because they were naive and they didn't know like what they were actually doing. That's like me recognizing this Valleyfield court and it's provincial and they have no business bringing me there because I'm Haudenosaunee, I'm Kunyakahaga. If anything, mm-hmm. I should be talking to that governor general and having her relay that message to the queen because that's who we deal with. Like, she even came to Tandanaga recently, uh, the queen with silver bells to commemorate that silver covenant chain. They remember, they still remember and acknowledge those agreements that we made with them. But they want us to forget, and that's what the education system and everything's designed for, like we are talking about earlier. They want us to erase our history and forget so that we don't have people like me fighting for our land and actually knowing what the fuck we're talking about. You know what I mean? Like the cops mm-hmm. come up to me and they want to ask me questions. I can answer every single one and I can make them go home and do homework and then they don't come back. Because it's like they find out what I'm saying is true. So what should people do to, to, to be like you? Yeah, that's that's what I wanted to ask. Is there a cheat well, sheet here where we can just like... like if I can pick back Like the that. ACLU does that. 20 things you can say if you're pulled over by a cop. Well, I don't mean just that. I mean like what... You obviously have a lot of beliefs and principles, and the thing is, I admire people like that, but the thing is, I need, I, like, I, I, I want to help the decolonize fight, but I can only do so much because, unfortunately, I have a job that is a tribal job. I, I need, you know, to contribute to that capitalist, capitalist belief because now I have a house to pay for. I, I need internet. We have to put out your message to decolonize out on the internet. It's It's a catch-22. Exactly. So what can we do? The only thing I can do is that when there's something like Wet'suwet'en, I sent supplies. When there was something like uh, uh, Standard Rock, I put on a benefit and sent supplies and money. When there's something like decolonialclothing.com, 
you know, and they actually contribute to these uh, amazing, uh, um, uh, what am I trying to say here? They donate the money to these causes. All I can do is buy the, the clothes, you know, to show my support. But what else, what else could we do? What could our listeners do? Um, I think the, so where I'm at now, like what I'm going to say, I'm still going to say to you is what I learned is it's a lot easier to raise a child than to rebuild a man. So like when you have those, that kind of mindset and you really believe that there's nothing you can do because of all these things, it's hard to change that. But to raise your children to think a certain way, because everything I heard you say, I could like disagree with, but it's like, who's, you get too comfortable and complacent with where you're at in life. Like it sucks that they contaminated our rivers and our land so much that we can't even fish you could be if you were in your grandfather's generation you could be sustaining your family by fishing you could be farming we could be living off our land we could be doing making baskets but we got the emerald ash borer freaking completely wiping everything out because the seaway brought in that invasive species so we have all these corporations that completely like destroyed our land so how are we supposed to be self-sustaining and self-sufficient as a people so now we have to look to the tribal who employs how much like the majority of Akwazasne. So now they got control because they're the ones paying you money to pay your bills because now you need to now you need to go to the grocery store to feed your family. You can't grow your own food. Now you need a house because why are we living in nuclear families? We we actually do plan to start a garden. Yeah. It so. would be good to do a soil test your soil first or do a raised bed. Especially yeah. if you're closer to there because they recontaminate it with PCBs. Uh, we're going to be on Margaret Ryan, so that's going to be sent. I know there's a lot of bedrock in yeah. that area. So if you want to visit Will Air, yeah, that's where he stays. <laughs> the new Everton <laughs> Outlaw Studios. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, there's a lot to it, but basically where it came down to was that that's what we're trying to do. It's like, I don't work, I, I do media, so like, yeah, I have to utilize mm-hmm. technology and that's... I choose, all, like when we're all at camp, my kids don't, they get like maybe half an hour of screen time a day and like the blue light and like the gamma rays and everything they're talking about with the autism like do you ever hear about that like how it's affecting our children all these cartoons and how they got there's a lot of things that can contribute to that but what i'm Mm -hmm. saying is that this is my counter argument is that your message is important but we need to have a wide audience we need to utilize things like social media we need to build a fan base we need to have a far reach so people can hear your message so let me so tell you what I did to, to fund my habit. Yeah. Just kidding. What I'm saying is that we need people like you and for for you to be able to share your idea mm-hmm. with people so that maybe they can live that way too. You kind of need us too. Yeah. So, so we, we need to help each other. So Here's our idea because food sure. shortages are coming up and sure. economy when they talk about economy, economy is the people. So we have to start rebuilding our own economy, not not rely on their Federal Reserve and actually build up our own reserves. And that's like seeds and trading like meat and food and things that we need, like medicine and learning how to use those plants and building up that economy that we once had. And instead of relying on this, but till we get there, we can't completely let go of this, like what you're saying. But that's why I can only see it happening maybe in my children or grandchildren's lifetime because right now we're working on breaking away from that mm-hmm. but maybe by then we'll have an economy established where they don't have to rely on the federal reserves and credit and banking systems and everything to provide for their families but we're not there yet so i mean it's, it's definitely going to take time yeah because uh a, a theory of ours that we pointed out before that maybe seven generations yes that that idea pertains to people of course about thinking 
from where it started to thinking ahead. But my theory is, and I brought this up with you, is that maybe seven generations is how long it takes to fix something. How long it takes to, you know, fix a wrong, to change an idea, for things to catch on. Mm -hmm. So like you said, you know, you want things to go back, you know, to where we can finally be, you know, autonomous and we can be uh, completely sovereign. And it's just us and we have no interference. Maybe it is going to take as long as like your grandkids or your great grandkids. But then that means, you know, you're right. You know, we got to we got to start teaching people to fight for it now. Yeah. We got to think of where you've been like like we're not coming from nowhere either. Like we're along that path where, you know, second or third generation along that path. Mm-hmm. There was no longhouse people a hundred years ago. Aquazusta. There were ceremonies, but there was, you know, it was all underground. And the goal was to exterminate your language. And now the goal is the opposite. So that's that's progress. Like there's more people in Aquazusta mm-hmm. now alive than existed a hundred years ago or mm-hmm. 200 years ago at that point. You know, we have thousands of people. So... You know, I think it's easy to get caught up in like, oh, everything's fucked and there's no future when it's like, no, no, it's, it's kind of awesome now. Like for as much as we like to say, well, this legal precedent, that legal precedent, part of the truth is the reason why we live in subjugation is because if they wanted to, they could kill us all. Like the United States could kill us all. It wouldn't even be hard. Like they could kill us all in an hour. Like they have, look at it, just Google MLRS and what that can do. They would level up with us in an hour kill every man woman child and living thing in that whole thing and maybe maybe magic will stop it but i don't usually bank on magic because like a lot of ukraine's on fire you know so <laughs> it shows what you can do with modern weaponry so the fact that we're here and we're having these conversations this far along it's like it's like it's not the worst thing in the world you know if they really i i, I do um hope people hear this and are moved to try the same thing or to join Jackie or to join Ganyange or to make their own Ganyange you know there's enough people <laughs> how hard is it to live in Akwazasti too there's so many people right yeah like housing around here sucks so well, yeah, yeah see that's another issue too I volunteer at Unity Street Help and that's a major yeah. issue is like homelessness and like having um, a housing crisis within Akwazasti and then to know because I was involved with what was going on in Cornell when they made a, a center where people could go do laundry and get meals. The band council were kind of pushed to do that because of there was a tent city in Cornell. I'm not sure if you're aware. Last summer, there's a lot of natives on the, um, they call it the North Shore. It's part of a land claim area in Cornwall where they're trying to build a port. They set up their tents and then the band council in the city of Cornell like, weren't having that. So they set up this center. Didn't I fucking tell you about that? Yeah. I told you about that when you're running for chief. I knew about it. Remember and this fucking cunt was just like, well, that's Canada's problem. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I said. It's Canada's problem. <laughs> what a cunt. Hey, you wouldn't like my solution. <laughs> but yeah, so what they did is they wouldn't allow them. The I corner say would allow them to open. bingo palace into a homeless shelter. Put our people there. Or like a rehabilitation center Something, at that. Something, yeah. Look at how many people have OD'd and passed away recently because of the drugs. And then they're Thank going to Cornwall to do drug busts. Mm-hmm. so yeah there's a lot of factors that are in a play like why I want to keep my children out of it sucks to save the environment in Akwazasne right now because of where we're at like even when you brought up the language it's like yeah it's beautiful we're revitalizing it and they're not trying to extinguish it but it's just like the Wet'suwet'en and the feds sitting at the table now they're funding us but you really look at the fine print in the funding 
Yeah. And they're saying that the office has the rights of a natural human being. And I had people from Tandanego be told they couldn't share the curriculum because Canada bought and paid for it. Wow. So they own our language. Yeah. So Good thing we give, break copyright laws. Yeah. Yeah. So they think that because they give us funding that they can own our language and then that goes into their whatever records. So that's there's a lot of catch-22s around here. It's almost like nothing's free, huh? Nope. <laughs> no, I mean, especially when you take the money. Yeah, I mean, it's hard yeah. because we, we don't print money. We yeah. need it, you know. It's just... Unless we establish our own economy where we're like, hey, I got I got this freaking turtle socks. I could trade you for that. Yeah. Dear me. Yeah, but I can't pull up with my car and, like, try to, you know... You know, trade a hand drum for some gas. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's where we're at too. Like the you only know, things we need money for is know. gas right well, now. Well, I mean, there's yeah. there's a giant there's a giant discussion about economy that could happen. That's like extra long. We need a mic course in micro first, and I I do turn on people onto Austrian economists because it economics because it really does explain a lot of cool stuff. Um, but I like your direct action. <laughs> uh, I think. What do you think, John? Yeah. <laughs> I could go all over the place. Well, yeah, for it sure. Focused. Well, I, you know, oh, I'm so happy he's here today. I yeah. know, right? He's got something to add. Yeah. yeah. Hey, we did have the hand grenade so story. The hand grenade yeah. story was great. I mean, as a person, yeah, the hand grenade story is always great. And that's why I support the Aquasasti Freedom School because it's not perfect, but it's a step. Yeah, and it's not government funded. Well, like well, the tribe well, gives well. money and stuff out of donations, but well. like with our camp, it's like I'm trying to stay grassroots and not yeah. get funding. Yeah. Like what? Look what's happening with the Cayugas right now. Yeah. And like that. What is happening with the Cayugas? Let's tell people. Yeah. This is uh, this date in August. What is happening with the Cayugas? There's basically a BIA funded. It's not even a civil war because it's one person hiring mercenaries that were in Standing Rock basically to like, freaking. I don't know what they're trying to do. They're trying to extinguish the traditional people out there, basically. So where is Cayuga? I have no clue. Seneca Falls in New York, yeah. supposedly. <laughs> so-called. So there's these little reservations in New York, mm-hmm. like Oneida and Cayuga, that seem to be run by an oligarchy. Each one of them, almost like that's designed that way. And they like to use the words hereditary chief, don't they? Or they're just using the word chief. Yeah. So there, there's a call out for that. Anyways, I saw them tear down people's houses on the internet. Good thing we have Facebook, right? Yeah. So it keeps us all in the loop and connected with one another because we don't. And that's another thing. That's another big can of worms. You know, a lot of this, you know, a lot of these fights, you know, the movement has to be started with connection. The yeah. biggest thing that connects people right now is social media. It's just, oh, we're definitely going to have to have you come back. Yeah. yeah. It, sounds like we, it sounds like we have a lot to keep on packing. Well, the thing, I think the thing to be important is don't look for perfection. Because I've heard, I've heard especially tribals try to rip down every traditional idea because they're looking for perfection. So when you do that... We, Are we you get, talking about the tribe or tribal police? Tribal, pe- tribal employees who oh. don't like traditional stuff because it... <laughs> brings to light their colonization and it brings to light their willingness to participate in colonization that, that is sad to see yeah. and, and it, yeah like, it, oh it, man it, you drank the kool-aid well, hard, I, I believe it ignites a cognitive dissonance in their brain so they'll try to pick apart because our system's not going to be perfect we live in an, an economy we live in a global economy we live in the, we live yeah. now and we're not we're never going to achieve perfection 
we didn't have perfection of 500 years ago. Well, how far along this path can we get? And I think I think people like Jackie are important to to do these direct For actions. sure, man. And it's yeah. not going to be perfect. Yeah, she's it's like the Amish. I've heard so many people like, oh, the Amish use money. Oh, they shop at Walmart. Yeah, it's not fucking perfect, but they do their best with their beliefs. You know. I don't give a fuck what they do. I just saw them bastards buying gas once. I'm like, why do you need that? <laughs> and they said for our generators. I'm like, that's fucking shitty. You're not supposed to use generators to buy a fucking To sell their milk. <laughs> to sell their milk, it has to be refrigerated. I know. So, I'm just making a funny. It's the white man <laughs> keeping the white man down. Uh, <laughs> well, thank you so much, Jackie Hall. We're definitely going no to have you come back. And we're neighbors. And thank, you so much. <laughs> no. thank you so much for tuning in, folks. Be sure to follow our new page, Aboriginal Outlaw Studios. And be sure to look out for our sister podcast, Women's Dance. Hopefully, they will have a page soon. Be sure to follow us on YouTube. Subscribe, like, and subscribe. What's so funny there, buddy? I just thought something funny. I'm sure. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> okay. I'm reading John's mind right yeah. now. <laughs> and on, follow us on TikTok. Yes. And Spotify. Mm. All these things, please just like and subscribe. Follow us down the road. Subscribe, subscribe, subscribe. <laughs> Buy us please. coffee. Have your friends coffee. subscribe. Give us money. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Our moose meat. Our, our, <laughs> yeah. The thing is, our reach expands when people subscribe mm-hmm. because yeah. that's how it's more we numbers. Yes. Exactly. More numbers means more viewers, which means a further reach, which means better guests, mm-hmm. which means a better show. So please subscribe and tell your friends to subscribe. Mm-hmm. Fucking make make your tota a fucking YouTube yeah. just to subscribe for her too. That's and right. You don't even have to ever listen. Mm-hmm. But thank you so much. I'm fucking Wilbur Sunday. I'm Johnny B. Hey, I'm Joshua. And today it was Jackie Man, Bruce Buffer's gonna listen. Thank you so much. And what's your clan, by the way? Oof. We're all snipes, by the way. Are you? We are all snipes. Mm-hmm. Something about the wolf clans, I'll mm-hmm. tell you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, Rocky. <well, laughs> <I'm here. laughs>